I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, um, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Paul Berry on the line. He is a, a coach, consultant, and connector uh, over at dreamingforaliving.com. Uh, Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So, Paul, I mean, you have a, you have a super interesting um, background and business, and I'm excited to get more into it. Um, let's just start a little bit more with your entrepreneurial journey. So, how did you get started on this whole journey as an entrepreneur? Well, yes, it's been circuitous to say the least. I started out as an actor many, many years ago and then became an acting teacher. I was teaching acting for film and TV for 20 years in Australia, then I moved to uh, for about 16 years, then I moved to L.A. in 2010. And I was doing a lot of my classes from home. Then I started teaching classes online. Then I started putting a, my book online, and I started putting all of my courses online, and I started realizing that pretty much I was making money online and making money while I was sleeping before I even realized that was a thing. So then when I started looking at, well, hang on a minute, if this is possible with actors, this is possible with anybody, and then I started looking into how to make money online, as a lot of people do. And I started realizing, oh, I was already doing it. So yeah. then I started going through a bunch of different models, different business models that might suit. And at first, it was just like a little kind of nighttime hobby sort of thing. And I went through mm -hmm. a lot of pretty bad models that just don't make sense. And then eventually got myself to a point where I was doing basically high-ticket affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. But then I re realized that this was not – I was always interested in learning new things, and so I was learning how to do high-ticket affiliate marketing. But then I kept thinking in the back of my head, I've come from 20-plus years of coaching. I've come from 20-plus years of being a business owner. I've come from 20-plus years of creating my own courses. Mm -hmm. And here I am being an affiliate, even though it's high-ticket, being a, an affiliate mm -hmm. for other people's products. But then I realized – the best way to do it is to actually have other people be affiliates for your product. For your product. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, I mean, obviously, you've gone through, you know, different iterations, different models. Um, if you could, uh, there's a lot of, you know, just getting out into the workforce, um, young entrepreneurs and seasoned entrepreneurs listening. But if you were talking to those young entrepreneurs for a moment, um, what kind of advice would you give them on, on getting out there and kind of starting their first business? Well, it's interesting. I, I had the, I had a similar question from a young guy who was interviewing me for an acting for acting stuff, and he said, "If you had any advice for young people, you know, what would you give them right now?" And I said, "If young actors," and I said, "Make as much money as soon as possible. <laughs> Make as much money as you can as soon as possible." He goes, "Well, what do you mean?" Because of course, for actors, the whole point is like it's not about money; it's about the art. And I go, "You know what? Every successful actor that I know, every single one of them, had money." before they became successful. And they may mm. say to you, oh, no, 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 I got a break and I was living in, the, in a car or crashing on a friend's couch. Mm. Well, one guy I know was crashing on a friend's couch happened to be the director and executive producer of a TV show that he went on to make $40,000 a week from as his first job in LA, 40000 US, 
while he's an Australian, and at the time the Australian dollar was worth 48 US cent, Australian cents. So everybody that I know that's been successful has had some luck, some money, some support behind them. They've not been successful just from hanging out, doing nothing and being broke. So the first thing I say is as soon as you can, whether it's just working a bar job nonstop and saving up yourself thousands and thousands of dollars, get something behind you like that because then you've got some leverage to start actually investing in yourself as a business. No, it's great advice. I love it. And and so, you know, I think people sometimes overlook that part. And it's like, well, also the whole thought process of um, just having that confidence to go further with your idea and what you're doing. If you have money coming in, like you said, if you're doing something on the side, whatever you have to do to fund what your your, your dream and, and that business, yep. I mean, to do it, but to also not think that you have forever. <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta get moving. You gotta get moving, especially if you're just starting. Like you gotta get moving because life gets more complicated as it goes on. Um, so now I love that information, um, Paul. I love what so let Mark Cuban. I, love what I was just going to say, I love the fact that Mark Cuban, when he was asked, what would you do if you went back and had to start again from scratch? And he said, I would go and get a sales job during the day. I'd get a bar job at night. That means I'm maximizing the amount of time that I'm awake. I'm making money from every minute that I'm awake. The bar job, I can get tips. Uh, and the sales job, I can get commissions, I can save up enough money to start my own business, and I could become a multi-multi-millionaire again, easily, but whether I become a billionaire or not, that's really, you've got to be lucky. <laughs> you've got to be in the right place at the right time. Mm, I love it. Um, yeah. Paul, let, let's change it up a bit. Um, so are, are you working on any interesting projects right now? I know you got something up your sleeve. Every time I've talked to you, you got something new going on. So, <laughs> so what, what do you got up your sleeve for us today? I do. It's just a little thing. I just uh, decided to uh, team up with a couple of very awesome ladies and we're running an event in a castle in Northern Ireland. just thought I'd just do a little thing, throw it together. So I'm the event director for the International Networking Symposium 2019 at Crom Castle in Northern Ireland. And that's going to be at the end of uh, September, early October. We've got hundreds of people coming from all around the world to this thing. We've got a big gala event. We've got networking and authorship experience. People can write their own books and stuff while they're there. Uh, so, yeah, just a little thing that we thought we'd throw together. Wow. So um, how do you, like, if you're you're putting together these events, you're getting things together, like you're a connector, so you're a master connector mm -hmm. at what you do. Mm -hmm. um, what What do you think are some of the mistakes because you, you talk to a lot of people. So, and then mm -hmm. you obviously see the way they conduct themselves. You see their business practices. You, you get to know people pretty quickly with as many people as you just talk through throughout your life and also being in acting. I mean, you know, people, yep. the human condition. Um, what do you think some of the mistakes are that people are making that are going out there trying to network slash connect slash make these longer term relationships happen? Because I know there's a lot of people that try. Like they go out yeah. there and they try and they just don't get results and they, they, they're good people. They mean well. They don't have any malicious like intent or anything else, but they're just not – they don't get that connection um, is there any words of advice you can give them in terms of how to approach that idea of going out there to network and become a connector and, and to really take that part of their business to the next level? Absolutely, and it sounds like a cliche to anybody who has been doing any of this before, but it's about giving, not receiving. Once you, once you realize that 
if you're really, really good at what you do, and you need to be good mm-hmm. at what you do, but if you're good at what you do, you can give and give and give and give and give, and stuff will always come back. If I give an hour to you of my advice and completely give without the expectation of anything in return, I just give, give, give to you, and you don't purchase anything from me, you don't hire my services, and, and nothing comes directly from you, one day you'll probably be talking to someone and you'll mention me and they'll say, who's that? And you might put us in touch. But if not, let's say I do that five times a day. That's five hours a day that I'm just giving away free coaching to people that I've met um, that I think are good at what they do. They show great promise. And I'm just saying, listen, I just want to help you out with this and I'll give you, you know, uh, an hour of my time to help you get on your path. That person is highly likely to reciprocate because of the law of reciprocity. People are highly likely to give you something in return. At the very least, connect you to someone else. This castle that I'm involved in now as the event director came literally as a result of me reaching out to a number of different people and then landed on this particular woman, Shelley Jorgensen. And we started chatting and I just, without any idea of expectation, any expectation of anything in return, I ended up giving her and her partner about three hours worth of my consulting just to help them make this event go from a $60,000 event to a $3.4 million event. And I had no expectation of anything, just there you go, take it, have a success. Now, why wouldn't I do that? If that makes them have this massive success, they're not going to forget who helped them do that. Now, whether they choose to reward me in some way or not, that's entirely up to them. But what happened was they said, your ideas are amazing. We want to fulfill those ideas, but we can't do them ourselves. We're going to need your help. So I then said, okay, well, this is what I would charge. And they said, well, how about this? And they came back with a counter and I jumped in and now I'm the event director of a multi-million dollar event in Ireland, in Northern Ireland. That came oh, literally awesome. from 20 meetings where I gave and gave and gave with no expectation of anything in return. And that one in particular has turned into something where I earn a, an upfront fee and, a, and an ongoing percentage of a multi-million dollar event. So that's what I would say is give without the expectation of anything in return. And then just finally I would just say that's for people who are starting out. For people who have been doing this for a long time and they know that's what it's about, I would say be more patient because I've been working as a beginner for the last couple of years when I was starting out with people who are seasoned at what I just told your listeners to mm-hmm. do. And they've been doing this for years. And then with me, when when they haven't received anything from me very quickly, they've soured on the relationship and they've moved away. Unfortunately for them, now that I'm event director of a multi-million dollar event in the castle in Northern Ireland, um, I, I no longer have that that connection with them because they sort of severed that because they didn't get anything from me pretty quickly. I'd just say, just Mm. be patient. Years later, I had a woman who came back to me just recently, a year ago, I gave her a couple of hours and she came back to me just a week ago and she's just signed up as one of my clients. I didn't push her. I didn't remind her. I didn't do anything. She just saw me living my life, doing what I was doing, seeing that I was a success. And I was just a consistent reminder to her that she wanted to get back and get the uh, commitment to work with me. So don't just be patient. Be really, really patient. And if you, you can't approach things with desperation, because when you need something, the universe says to you, well, hang on a sec. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you just because you need it or just because you want it right now or because <laughs> you expect it. You will get it when you will get it. 
there's just three words I say, I've always said to actors, and everybody can learn from this, three words that we should remove from our, our vocabulary. Want, need, and deserve. If we get rid of the want, once you have want, it means there's an implied lack in your life. Mm. Need, once you have that need, you can't, you can't take your time and relax into something because you, you need to gasp for air right now because you're drowning. That's not a really great place to be. And mm-hmm. deserve, no one deserves anything. It doesn't matter how hard you've worked. The universe doesn't work that way. It doesn't say, well, you deserve not to get cancer. You just, sometimes you just get cancer. So if we get rid of want, need, and deserve out of our vocabulary, our life becomes much more happy and much easier, and um, we don't have these expectations that can't be fulfilled. Oh, man, I love that. That's great advice. Um, so, Paul, if somebody's listening to this and um, and they just want more information and in connecting with you or working with you, I mean, what's the best way for them to reach out? They can just reach straight out to, via email to paul at dreamforliving.com. That's the best way to do it because I really like to talk directly with people. Otherwise, they can go to uh, dreamingforliving.com forward slash Paul Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, which is my name, and they can find out everything they need to about me and, and what I do. But I do like that initial, you know, come straight to me, send me an mm-hmm. email, I'll reply to you, and let's just go from there. No, I love it. Great stuff. Well, hey, Paul, I um, really want to thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing more of your background and also um, how you're helping people and how you're connecting. Um, and also um, the amazing event. After that event takes place, I'm going to probably have to get you back on here so you can tell us how everything went and uh, and uh, share some of the pictures and stories from it because I know you're going to have a ton of them and I'm excited to hear. Um, to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Paul, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.